Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to our fourth episode of Ready Holt, featuring Devin Hayworth, Jonathan Kent, Esteban de Leon, and myself, Tony Rossino. Today we have a special guest, Mr. Louis Valdez. Hey, what's up, guys? Long-time okay. listener, first-time caller, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, thank you, thank you for coming by. Uh, I got to say that with you here, you've taken our viewership officially to zero. Uh, <laughs> so. you know, I'm always here to. I'm, you know, I'm usually the 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 caboose of the train, you know, which doesn't carry much. So uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so really. Like I get for the record, uh, like what what years did you, were you in the band? What are your stats? Uh, okay. Well, technically, I started a year before I even marched. I was in the concert band in 07, and then I was supposed to do the Chicago show, but I chickened out, and I was like, you know what? I'd rather be doing something else, which was completely stupid. And then I did 08, 09, 10, and 11. Three times I did trumpet, and one I did tuba. Yeah, it was yeah. The, it's just the hit song. Yeah, right? yeah, another trumpet player. That's right. Louis, you're also for a long time. You were the mascot of the band, right? You were on the website for oh, a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real, I think they just recently <laughs> take it, took it down, right? Yeah, just like mm-hmm. in they the switched year. up the ah, bitches. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I was the face. You know? <laughs> they, I mean, they really did the dirty. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who did they replace me? Who did they replace me? Uh. I think just it's like a I don't even video know. I'm, now. I'm in, it's it's, it's like it? a like yeah, yeah. Like, like a strolling to... strolling pictures or whatnot. Oh, okay. look right now. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. The, my first show with with PCC was Tower Power, which I absolutely loved. But that certain group of players, they were interesting. They <laughs> like to party a lot, which which is not bad. Which is not bad. But the the musicianship there was subpar. Uh, <laughs> Then my next year, I played tuba with doing the superhero show with that drum major. Uh, I still have. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. We're all getting through it still. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. And Lahaim, then was the year of year of amazing? Yes. And then, and then after that, I went back to trumpet, and I we did the Michael Jackson show, which was Esteban's uh, first year as drum major. Correct. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then West Side Story, which was my favorite out of all four. Ah, well, that's, that was a good, good show. show. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, you you and I have that running joke. Uh, uh, whenever we see each other, um, the uh, first thing we do is we just say, fence panels. Fence panels. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we shake our yep. heads. Yeah. yeah, fence panels. Well, not just that, fence panels and flash cubes. <laughs> yeah, I have forgotten about the flash cubes. Am I cubes. right? Am I right? Flash cubes were, were was that Les Mis or Rob? That, that was Les Mis, yeah. You used them in Les Mis, no. yes. Well, you guys, I know Les Mis, you guys used flash cubes as well, but we did that in tournament. Oh, for the, oh yeah. For the I tournament. About oh, you're that. absolutely it was. right. We did yeah. it for the patriotic medley, I think it yes. was. Yes. For, yes, yeah. so right, for the 2011 parade. Yeah, for yeah for I the totally time performance to use flash cubes. Hey, man, oh, it was hey. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to, you know, set them on, right? And, you know, TV, yeah. TV corner, everything that's supposed to go on. But the moment we did it, all, all we did, it, it was nothing. It, it was, it was yeah. nothing. So much work for so little payoff. Yeah, <laughs> like, it really you, was. It was almost unnoticeable. Well, um, and that mean, was, at, at Disneyland, it worked really well. It was, because yeah, we, we performed at night. Oh, perfect. Yeah, but no, yeah, sense. but any other time it was just pointless to have it all. Yeah, I remember passing those out right, and we're like finding ways to like 
tape them to instruments and do this and do that. <laughs> yeah. Remember those flash cubes, which were discontinued. Kyle had to specially order them, and they only had four flashes on them, right? Yeah. <laughs> so like, three got, readily. Yeah. So you only got four shots, right? And then I remember Kyle going, okay, and the way you do it is you pull this pin and just make sure nobody... <laughs> 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 All these flashes everywhere. That was like the greatest... T- yeah. Oh, yeah, man. All right. Well, we burned one. Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That, that was good. Yeah. Let's see. What, what other props do we use other than fence panels and, and flash so, cubes? So the fence panels, before we move on from there, um, you know, these were big 10 foot by 12 foot fence panels, right? They were huge. Yeah. And yeah. we had to like um, zip tie them onto uh, uniform racks. And the only way we could transport them was to cut the zip ties off, put them into the truck and then load the Z racks and then, and then rebuild them and then disassemble them every time we use them. Every show. Ass. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember one time we were packing them at a show and and, uh, it was you and I uh, because uh, we were packing the truck together and we were trying to cut them, but we didn't have like enough manpower. And do you remember we went like, hey, does anybody like to the band, right? Who's loading? Does anybody else have a knife or anything like that? You just see this flourish of (laughs) (laughs) of knives. And we're just like, oh my God. Are you serious? Like you guys are like criminals or something because you literally see a sea of knives like yeah. from the truck. A hundred percent true. Just everybody had a knife on them. That was great. Even the people who, that weren't that weren't, I'm sorry, the people that weren't even paying attention, they went turned around and <laughs> <laughs> and, and these guys like, you know, they were in full uniform. It's not like they're just sitting around, like <laughs> they carried the knife on their right, uniform. Like in the shade. Echo or something tucked in. Who the fuck knows what those yeah, I, Who knows? Yeah, because I think I was, well, we, we used the old jackets. So we had one small pocket inside the chest plate. Oh, okay. If you remember. I but do, I do. yeah, dude, don't, but those jackets were such a pain in the ass to put on. Yeah, because you had the zip along yeah. the side plus like the buttons, chest buttons and is, underneath and then top. You had to and, be, yeah, you had to be on the buddy system. Like, you know, yeah. so many men have dressed and undressed me. Uh, that like you know I always thought my life would get to that point but not like that well I get that a lot but with their eyes (laughs) 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 no but yeah fence panels yeah (laughs) oh man yeah that was good so another good story I remember. Uh, sorry guys, I'm I'm just hijacking all the all the all the stories. But uh, Louie and I, there's so many of them. Yeah. Um, I remember it was a field show, and I think it was my second year as drum major. You were the equipment manager, and when I was oh, well, my were... gr- glorious equipment crew. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> oh, I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. So so the inside joke there is that Louie never really had a crew. Uh, um, the whole time it was really the two of us um, both years that that did everything so like yeah when we ever have like equipment managers and stuff like that who always like bitch about like oh we don't have enough power I always think back to you and I yeah <laughs> showing up to like a football game four hours early and doing everything um, yeah. I just remember that and it just... I mean the guys were hired in the positions they mm-hmm. just never showed up and oh, okay. it, it was a pain in the ass because it took us so long to get that podium from the zone through that zigzag of the, you know, the wheelchair access to the field. But every time we did it, we're like, oh, we could do it this way now. Or we could do it this way now. <laughs> it turns out all it took is one person to fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. Over the shoulder, on top, and just work your way around. It, it was crazy. You, yeah, you risked a hernia, but it was worth it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> 
I saved you thirty seconds. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, so the story I was going to bring up was we were at a, we were at a exhibition. It was my second year as drum major, and you were the equipment manager. And mm-hmm. somebody forgot bass five. Do you remember that? The <laughs> yeah. biggest fucking drum you can just forgets it. And it's you and I driving back to the college, full uniform. I'm wearing a fucking Shaco for some reason. Yeah. He's <laughs> like the, this. He's, he's yeah. his, his head is turned with the plume, you know, hitting the top. Uh, yeah, because we're driving back pissed because we are hightailing it back to this to the college as fast as possible to pick up this bass drum and get mm-hmm. back. Um, but that is one of my fondest memories of you. Um, that was, I believe, uh, La Puente, I think it was. Yeah, it was It was just just dumb. We were just pissed <laughs> off. I was flooring it, pedal to the metal, just... <clears throat> we get the bass, we get it back, and on time to do the show. Yeah, yeah. Those days are definitely behind us. You know, when Kyle goes, you and you, the equipment manager and the drum major, like, go oh, fuck off and get... <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> actual guy that started the show would be me. remember <laughs> in the beginning yeah, yeah, the yeah, beginning yeah. of the show of west side story i had this little little trumpet solo which was not even a solo just like more of a noise making mm-hmm. and uh yeah i would well in rehearsal and stuff remember i would used to hide in different spots and everybody would try to find me when i did it <laughs> <laughs> it's a marching band like game to play yeah, it, I was once. I was literally in the tree by the by the uh, what side is that? That's by the gates, by the uh, side, side two, two, I believe. Side two. Yeah, 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 side two. two. I was up in the tree, hanging on for dear life. <laughs> <laughs> and the cue was when Esteban went to the top of the podium. That's that was my cue. Everybody stopped playing because they're noodling whatever. Everybody stopped playing, and that was the cue. So I'm here hanging on for dear life. All I hear is, ba ba ba. And everybody's like, where the hell is Louie? And he had to cut because everybody was like, where's Louie at? <laughs> Which was the effect we were going for. But it was yeah. genuinely, where's Louie? <laughs> yeah, my finest moment. No, not my finest moment, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when Esteban and I got in the band, um, it was kind of a transition from like the party days that were like happening, mm-hmm. like what you talked about earlier, going into a little more seriousness. Can you tell us a little bit about how those party days were? Because I don't think we got the full experience of that. Oh, we got a nice experience, but not the full experience. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, Tony and I, Tony and I, by the way, never experienced like any of these. We missed we out on that. Part. Yeah, we're okay. regaled with the, the days of yore. You here. say missed out, you mean survived. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Yeah, seriously. Okay, um, parties. Okay, we're not really parties, but um, we used to go to Fresno for a concert band. Ooh. And yeah. That that, yeah, that was dead by the time we got there, and apparently for good reason. Yeah, um, the first time we went was with the pet band. When when PCC PCC had a pet band, Tad was a uh, the director for that, and the women's team, which is always better than the men's team, uh, at PCC made it to the championship, which was in Fresno. So we ended up going up there. We took a nice nice size pet band, and then uh, we ended up getting a technical foul. The <laughs> Because of Tad. (laughs) (laughs) I believe it, but just explain. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So we're into the game. We're like, yeah, you know, screaming, whatever. And then uh, they actually turned to us and like, hey, you guys got to relax. We're like, we're we're relaxed. You know, we're cheering on our team. We're cheering on our our school. And they're like, whatever. So there was a really bad call against us. And Tad just grabs the snare stick and hits the snare like crazy. Crack, 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 crack. Crack, crack. And the ref turns around, blows a whistle, and throws up the tee. Wah! 
and he's like, "Oh, come on!" And I hear, I hear in the in the whole arena, "Will the band please leave the arena?" Straight Ooh. up, we got kicked off, kicked out. Yeah, wow. of the game. it was hilarious. And after that, we just went to the hotel rooms, and Tad went to sleep, and we just partied all night. <laughs> crazy first off that ref should be thankful that uh he was able to hear some beats from a world champion like Ted Carpenter. oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> if anything described my days at pcc was that <laughs> that's your one thing <laughs> oh man uh yeah well that's back good. to back to the partying stories the second time we went up to fresno was with the concert band so first night we got there and you know we didn't do much and then the next day we actually performed and then that night yeah it was crazy because well myself and another guy we had our own room so towards the well before the trip uh, Kyle had told us, oh, we got one more coming to go into your room and they, they sleep there. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. But this guy, he was, he goes into the room and he's like, hey, you guys drinking? And we're like, nah, we're good. He's like, all right. So he goes into the shower and me and my buddy were watching TV. This dude comes out, but as naked, with the hand towel over his junk. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> holding two fingers like that? Or yeah, what? No, he was just, just one hand, one <laughs> hand bulge. Uh, <laughs> Not that, that I know. Um, exudes, yeah. exudes confidence that <laughs> yeah. So yeah. he comes out and we're like, dude, what the hell? So he goes, go back inside. We'll get you a towel. So he goes back inside and my buddy looks at me and I look at him and we just smile and nod. So we're like, hey, here's your towel. I open the door to the hallway. He gets them and throws them into the hallway butt-ass naked, closes the door. Oh He's going around knocking on different doors, asking for towels, and no one's answering. <laughs> he finally comes to uh, in fairness, Kyle's room. In, in fairness, if some naked dude knocked on my door, I probably wouldn't answer yeah. But I, 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 I mean, want to say I wouldn't, guys. Him. I really do. <laughs> but, you would. but I don't know. <laughs> so, you know, he, he, gets to, he gets to Kyle's door. And he's right about to knock, and we both go and grab him and bring him back in, right? So you know, whatever that happens. Uh, you're, later that night, you're grabbing I'm a naked man at this point. Yeah, I, I am. I am. I am. I am. <laughs> if you need any help, let me know next time. Um, <laughs> uh, so we're asleep, and all I hear, all, I just remember hearing the door open and close. I was like, okay, he's in. He's safe. That's fine. I'm laying down. I knock out again, and I wake up. To someone spooning me. Hell no. So I wake up and I lift up my head and I look back and he pats my chest. He goes, shh, 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 shh. just let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I shrug my shoulders. The PCC and I go, motto. All right. <laughs> just yeah. It, no, yeah. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. I shrug my shoulders and I just not go back to sleep. The next morning he goes, dude, was I, was I spooning you? I was like, yeah, you kept me pretty warm, man. <laughs> Another room where we were hanging out in there. And then for some reason we're watching wrestling and then we got into it and we started wrestling and you know, whatever, we actually broke a bed. <laughs> nice. I remember standing there and then they just grabbed me and picked me up and suplexed me perfectly on the bed. I hear <laughs> and we just look at each other. I was like, hey, I'm going to get to my, my room. So I just take off to the room. Yeah. God. Yeah. And then, well. Oh, gotcha, man. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So uh, kind of what, what John asked earlier, um, 
makes sense. Like, cause like there was a big jump in membership of the group from mm-hmm. 08 to 09, um, you know, like just even seeing pictures of the, of the band, you know, it's a pretty smaller band. Then all of a sudden, I think that first band was like 139, something like that. Yeah, it's like um, 2130. Um, yeah, in, um, in 09. So what was that like for you, like kind of being on the inside, then they just experienced this influx all of a sudden? Well, I mean, in high school, I wasn't really part of a big band either. So when I seen the 120, I was like, oh, wow, this is big, you know? But like I said, the musicianship was good, but not really good to the point where I was like wowing, you know, being wowed by it. But the transition from going from a small college band to a larger college band was way better because it just made it easier to to play the show and enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. I guess you know, like it, mm-hmm. it, it's it's uh it's I'm what, what I'm trying to say here. It's more pleasable, I guess you could say. <laughs> Enjoyable. <laughs> Enjoyable. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I was pleased. We go to PCC. It's <laughs> not for it's not free. free. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, those chants during football games. Yeah. We have so many. Yeah. I, like I like I said, I had so I have so many stories I could just go on and on, but you know, I don't know how long you guys so want what, to go. <laughs> well, I mean I mean, yeah, going for that. Like, so what was your favorite football chant? Because like just quickly sharing a story, I know that like um when I was in the band, in the band, not even the drum major, um, so that would have been my first year, that 09 show, mm-hmm. um, we used to go to football games and we would go into the stands, right? And remember KPCC used to set up right behind us, mm-hmm. uh, the radio station, and they, would, and they would call the games live there. And I remember that band got so rowdy that they moved K- KPCC's <laughs> set To the other side. Because we, you could hear us on the feed just talking all kinds of shit. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, it was, yeah, it was, it was our finest moment as a band. I think that's the only time we actually played together. But uh, yeah, there's there's some chance. Uh, my favorite chant. Yeah, would yeah. What was your favorite? Be, um, maybe warm up the bus. Warm up the bus. I, I don't remember that. Yeah. One. Oh, so you you that was probably the one one year before. So. The football team when I was there, we were they were they were decent. You know, they made it to I think the first round of playoffs and then they lost. But we were blowing out teams. So anytime we were up by so much, someone would start going, Warm up the bus, warm up the bus. And it just got <laughs> louder and louder and louder. And other and other fans and family and stuff started saying it too. And then you know, the team walks by us when we're when we're finished, right? You know, mm. through the zone and all that. They're looking at us. The football team was looking at us, and they they did not like it. They did not like us saying that. <laughs> the, the, the visitor team. The visiting team. Yeah, the visiting team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh no. That um, was that was a good good uh good chant, or even the whole punt the the punt kicker uh warming up. Oh, uh, okay. That's yeah, still yeah. the thing. Yeah. why don't you ex- why don't you explain that? Yeah. So um for for those of you, I I don't know. It like in marching band, like the football fandom is like hot or cold. It's either you know what's going on or you've got no idea what's happening. Uh, I used to see it's both at the same time. Pretty <laughs> much, yeah. Like it's it's a weird it's a weird effect. Um, the uh, the the punter on the team keeps his leg warm and his hamstrings loose by continually practicing kicking the ball into a net, and the the place kicker for the field goals and extra points does the same. So each time 
they do that. They do it on the near sideline closest to the band end. Um, and each time they line up and get ready, the band goes, oh, and we just make a lot of noise. And it just crescendos and we're screaming and we go, oh, every time they kick the ball. And it's got to be one of the most like for the players who have to like concentrate. It's got to just be the single worst <laughs> source of noise on the planet. It's like it's like this place kicker is getting ready to kick a 50 yard field goal yeah. to win the game. And we're going, oh, <laughs> just, just shatter his focus. Yeah. It was used one to, um, year. To... I'm sorry. Remember, uh, I'm I'm not sure if you were there for any of these one, one of the year. There was a little, I think, a little brother of one of the kids of one of the the, the players setting up the ball, and hey, he was kicking it. So we were paying attention to the little kid kicking the ball, other than paying attention to the football game. Yeah, yeah, no, so yeah. we were doing that. that. Yeah, I absolutely remember. So I was drumming during that. So I totally remember it. Um, and, and um, it was a, a professor at PCC. It was her oh, son. Okay, that's what um, it was. Yeah. And so he was kicking it, and we were just going fucking crazy in the stands, right? <laughs> totally ignoring the game, just just going wild. Remember? And um, and so she brought him over. Is that where you go? She brought him over to the uh, to the podium. Yeah. And so I came down, and I brought him onto the podium, and kind of like lifted him up, all like Simba from the Lion King. Right? <laughs> and the band's going crazy. <laughs> and I don't know how. I don't know how. But somebody came for me and took the kid. And passed him into the band. <laughs> and, and passing the that. kid up through the band, and everybody's just like, ah. oh, I don't <laughs> remember it, that. What? It, yeah, I don't remember that Kyle, at all. It took Kyle to come over and be like, give her her son back. <laughs> <laughs> One of us. One of us. <laughs> Like, it's fine. Well, it's fine. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, well, we, we used to, okay, so with the with the place kicker, we used to chant every time they would do it, we would chant six more times. Remember, we would just randomly chant six more times, six more times. And then they'd kick it again and we'd go down to five and they would never kick six in a row. They just never would. But yeah. this kid kicks six in a row because he would kick one. We'd all go crazy and he's a toddler, right? He's like three or four. And we're going, we're losing our minds. So he's just doing it because he sees the reaction. And when we got down to one, we had no other care in the world (laughs) than what he was doing. And one more time. And he kicked it. And you would have thought we won the lottery because we were were crazy. Yeah. (laughs) He must have been having the time of his life. Yeah. Well, I mean, every time he kicked it, he looked up at us, you know, see, see us cheering. Yeah. And he you know he looked at us and he's like, okay, well, you know, let's do it again. <laughs> Boom, kick it again, looks at us, and then yeah, same, just run it over and over and over. Pavlov would be proud. <laughs> I bet I bet do you is that professor still at PCC? It'd be great to talk to that kid. Uh, um possibly. Um I I remember it was so Kyle Luck and it was Professor Lucko or something like that. I forget her name, but it was hmm. similar to Kyle's uh, last name. Uh, so it shouldn't be too hard to find. <laughs> yeah, right. It'd be, it'd be so cool to talk to that kid. He's probably, what, like nine now at this point? Or no, older, because that was 09, you said? Thanks for uh, aging me. <laughs> that would have been, been about... Yeah, it would have been about 10 years ago. Yeah, so, um, about yeah, 10. So. Probably like 13, yeah, he, 14. He must, yeah, he'd be yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I would love to talk to him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> John, do you, like, uh, what are your memories of that time? Because uh, it, was, it was a different band. Man. Yeah, I, my memories are were just like, I just remember there was this guy and these group of students who used to live not too far from the college. I think I know who, I think you know mm. who I'm talking about. Um, oh, yeah. After yeah, every yeah. rehearsal, every game, whatever, <laughs> everyone's like, 
like like you know party at so-and-so's house you know it was just always that and always that's like dang like these these people don't stop and i remember a couple of years like into your west side story one yeah. of those kids who used to party came back hey so where's the party at and it was like what are you talking about I was like well we always party after rehearsals and he's like no we don't you weirdo like <laughs> Well, I remember. I, m- I remember those parties. They they were they weren't as wild because only a certain few were invited, which was kind of whack at the same time. But I went to one and never again. I never went again because it was just really really boring. I literally just sat down. Everybody just sitting down and drinking. I was like, "Hey, this is not a party. This is like a <laughs> social." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Am I at rehearsal or something? Like, what the hell's going on?" Everybody get your dot books out. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, I'm wondering, because Devin and I didn't have this experience. Was there something specific that changed that culture? Like, was it like faculty hammer down or just people, different new people in, all people out? I think it was just the Uh, students who came in. Yeah, that's that's totally what it is. I think it's just the students that that, uh, changed. They're more into practicing than partying yeah for the better i mean <laughs> yeah oh yeah no oh, yeah definitely for sure no, no I, I i totally agree about that i totally agree yeah no i feel like you know during and i'm going to be completely selfish about this but during like the time that i was drum major and and especially like rolling into the time that john was drum major um i thought that the people in which the band kind of recruited kind of like attracted mm-hmm. um kind of were there for different reasons yeah. um when I went to the band for the first time, for example, it was like, I wanted to do the Rose Parade and the college band was just something you had to do for the Rose Parade. So that's what we we're gonna do. Um, and I think it turned into people coming for the college band because the, then we got a good amount of people who only did the college band mm-hmm. and didn't do the honor band after that. Yeah. They're like, nah, I wanna go do this or do that. Mm-hmm. So it was just like the mentality of the group changed that way. Um, um, and that's what happened. I mean, we still had a pretty good balance. We were still able to kind of um, have fun at the yeah. same time. Like there was a lot of funny moments and we had some really cool, you know, uh, those flash cubes is a great example of how we were just utterly retarded. <laughs> <laughs> we're able to laugh at ourselves. But, um, you know, I would also say in the years after that, um, you know, Tony, maybe a little bit after you, the band started to get really serious, um, almost to the point where, they were too serious mm-hmm. and it kind of took the fun out like of that it. dci serious i can't stand that yeah yeah and bit, yeah. yeah it's just not that's just not what college man is right no. and no. Um, i feel in the last year or so the last year um, especially the last year we had the band um 2019 uh, pre-covid i felt like the band was loosening it up again which was which was great um it was able to kind of go back you know have the pendulum swing in the other direction and allow them to kind of enjoy the you know the facets of college band um and there's a lot yeah. of funny moments in college band oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. i have a question for you guys yeah, yeah. so um i'm gonna go you know go through each one of you uh what was the biggest blunder in each of your shows devin <laughs> uh so i'm excited like Esteban once said, if you're Kyle Luck or Tad Carpenter, I need you to just turn this off for like the next 20 minutes and we'll be good. Because <laughs> um, I, don't I mean, know it doesn't have to think. be your personal blunder. It, it could be like just in general the, in the show. Oh, mm. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a de- okay. design blunder. Like, like what was wrong with like, okay. That 11. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> God, I got to think about that because like uh, – <laughs> The biggest blunder was the drill writer my, for my last show plotted people into each other. 
and didn't account for instruments. So the first time we ever marched the set, and Esteban and John, yeah, they're looking at me like like they know. Yeah. Uh, we're, I'm just going. I'm just like beating time or whatever. I'm just like click, 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 whatever. And all of a sudden, people are like yelling, and I'm like, "What the hell is happening?" And there are like people like who are like stopped marching and are like, "Devin, stop!" And I was like, "What?" And they're like, "We can't march these sets." And I was like, "What? What, what are you crazy kids talking about?" And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> oh no!" <laughs> so like we we then dedicated like three rehearsals to rewriting drill in the oh, middle no. of the season, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I still oh, have those man. white hairs, yeah. <laughs> that usually took like 15 years off of our life, Esteban. <laughs> How about you, Tony? You know, I'm trying to think of a good one. I don't remember. Uh, I remember the last show that we did as, as when I was drum major um, for the Rocky show. We had a pretty bad tear uh, between side one and side two. And it kind of was, I remember being disappointed because it was the, the last show we were doing. Uh, and to have that in the middle of the show kind of, put a bad taste in everyone's mouth. But other than that, nothing really comes to mind. Um, yeah, I'm, re- I'm trying to remember the Lay Miz show when I marched trumpet and, and John was a uh, drum major, but maybe John, you don't have a better idea. I, I don't know. I, that's the worst thing I remember. Okay. John? All right. So in the Lay Miz show during the ballad, it was I Dream a Dream, right? So um, yeah. we turned backfield for that. And uh, yeah. so we needed a backfield conductor. And for some reason... <laughs> Kyle thought it was a brilliant idea to have this one cymbal player and she had like no idea what tempo was or how to play or anything. She was just there. She just existed and all that. The first two times she conducted, she was okay. I was like, all right, you know, she's following me. And then after that, I don't know what the hell happened because she just never followed me. There was always a tear, always a tear. And it was just so oh, frustrating because no. we would try to fix it. And my favorite line from that, from like what Esteban said one time, was like, I'd rather have a chimp back there because a chimp would learn, unlike her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh wow. no. Yeah, so, I have a very right. distinct memory of seeing her at the last rehearsal for that show when the, my first year in the band, the infamous underwear run. And, we're, we're, you know, we did this big hit, you know, for the ballad, beautiful. And then we have this turn, and I turn, and I see her on the podium in just underwear, <laughs> And I'm, um, it's just such a, like, it just threw it, like, out of the mode. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I don't know what's happening. What is this? Oh, no. But, yeah. my, my favorite part of the, uh, of the Les Mis show, um, during the ballad, do you remember? Um, they used to have, they had this big, like, crescendo before the big push that I dreamed the dream, the big melodic push, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it was Louis, it was you, like, Raul and I, who just would turn around and go, ladies and gentlemen, Susan Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, well, with me, it would have to be the West Side Story. There was actually two back-to-back performances. We did one at Westlake, I believe it was our first our first exhibition. Yeah. That's where um, that I believe the same cymbal player. That person, she fell during drill during the show. Do you remember that, John? Yes. It was like the talk of the talk of the, the whole time. Um, that was pretty bad because she was marching backwards and she trips, falls, rolls over, and like completely like I don't know if you've seen any clip about uh, of of uh, Tommy Lasorda falling back. I don't know if you guys know who that is, but yeah, that's exactly how she looked. And then the second one was same show. The next in in La Puente was uh, during our fight scene, and I believe the third or fourth movement, I forgot what it was, uh, one of our tuba players was, you know, fight scene, boom, 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 
and he runs back to his position. He slips, falls off straight on his back, Ooh. and he gets up right on time when Esteban was was about to count it off. Lit, um, little did we know, later on that, oh, the next week, the next time we had rehearsal, we found out that he had gotten a concussion. Uh, con- uh, a concussion sorry. <laughs> Not the only one, apparently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about uh, you, Esteban? Uh, I'd say blunder uh, for myself was um, there was a exhibition, and I think this was my second year as drum major, and um, you know, kind of almost complacent, just like yeah, I got this right. It was like the second to last show. I've already done a season. Yeah, whatever, whatever. And so you just go about it, and I remember everything's going really well and kind of everything going, going according to plan. And we're standing on the field and we're just about to take the field, right? So we're standing in prep, we're just about to go. And Kyle is standing next to me and he goes, hey, um, so uh, you have your Shaco, right? And I looked at him and I went, oh. <laughs> and uh, I, I had forgotten my Shaco back at the college. And, and, you know, at the time, the college band, didn't wear shakos right we were always no caps, baseball like caps that. yeah yeah so i was literally the only one with a shako and just didn't have one <laughs> and just like left it and uh you know i didn't even respond to him i just like went ooh, and like my eyes got real wide and he looked at me like <laughs> nice <laughs> and just like well there's nothing to do about it now so like just get on out there um but it was, you know, it was a good gut check of like, all right, man, like the next time we got on the bus, which again was probably like the last time we had a show, um, he, he was like, hey, do you have your shakeout before I got on? And it was just kind of like a kind of like a jab, like a rightfully, rightfully earned jab, you know, but uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a good moment, I thought. Mm, okay. I, re- I remember that show because I remember noticing you without your shako, and then we were on the <laughs> same bus. And so we were like getting undressed and all that. And I was like, you know, Esteban, like what happened to the Shaco? And then you just like stop and then look at me like, you're the only one who's noticed so far. Like, let's just keep it at that. <laughs> keep it like that. Oh, man. So like all four of you, you guys were all drum majors. Mm-hmm. I missed out that um, West Side Story year. I actually went up against John and Esteban. Oh. And I didn't get it. Remember that. Uh, from the last... I think it was last podcast or the one before you were talking about how uh, Esteban, you didn't really take Jonathan too kindly. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was yeah. inadvertently a douche to him. Yeah. Um, so uh, that, that first audition. So, yeah. So I was, I would be talking to Esteban and be like, Hey, you know, help me out this and that. He's like, yeah, I got you. I got you. Not one lesson was taught. You know, I'm just saying not one lesson was taught, but I mean, I was grateful. It's cool. I, I got I got I had like three and a half solos in that show. But thanks for teaching me, Esteban. I appreciate it. I, you never called. You know, like, I, I remember You'll see that. me I, every I, Thursday and Tuesday. I know. And you never brought it up because <laughs> I remember it again, man. It's called self-preservation. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I genuinely do remember this, too. I'm glad you brought it because like, yeah, I remember you asked me. I thought, yeah, man, like, let me know whatever I can do to help. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, he just never brought it up. Well, actually, okay, the first time we talked about it was actually you, you had loaned me your mace. It was it was that really heavy mace that you have. I, don't, I remember. It's I remember a, it. She's a classic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's a classic. It's, it has like, you know, your hair follicles and, you know, some skin on there from when it hitting you or something, you know. So I can be cloned in the event of an emergency. <laughs> oh, that's why. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. No, no. Okay, so for for the record, before we start shitting like shitting on my mace, um, it is a full sixty inch wood mace from the from nineteen eighty eight, right? 
you cannot buy these things anymore. The mace has probably a value of mm, like four or 500 bucks. It's a good mace. Like they don't make them like that anymore. But tell me again how it's shit. Like it's cool. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, it, was, it, it wasn't really shit. It was, it was a good mace, real heavy. And I remember you telling me too, like just practice on that. And then once you get a lighter mace, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I was like, okay, so, but what do I do with it? And you go, you spin it. I know, but how you do it? You know, you showed me whatever, but I didn't really get much more off of that. Only some directions or whatnot, you know, but, um, yeah, I kind of wish I was drum major that year. (laughs) 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 It was my last year. Well, I mean, I tell you what, Louie, you let me know anytime you want a lesson. (laughs) Yeah. I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah. I'm not going like, to call again. Play <laughs> <laughs> some on Zoom, too. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that same year, too, uh, I got gypped out of being a Herald trumpet. I vaguely remember this story. Yeah. So this is when Kyle had his office in the C building, I believe. Uh, remember, oh, he, yeah. very briefly, yeah, he yeah, had his d- office. Downstairs. Yeah, downstairs, yeah. 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 So C-121. We, yeah. So I auditioned for Harold's and, you know, whatever. I'm like, okay, whatever. He comes out from his office because he wanted to talk to me. He goes, hey, Lou, I got to talk to you. I was like, what's up? You made Harold's. I was like, oh, yeah, cool, cool. He's like, but I need someone that could play up a register in the band right now. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh, man, like, this is my chance to, you know, play Harold's. And that's, that's one thing I really wanted to do. Yeah. Just- second, from, second from being drum major. <laughs> um, yet another dream I had. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yet another dream I had. Yeah. And, you know, I look at him. I'm like, you know what? I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll. I'll join, I'll play in the band. And apparently that group of Herald trumpeters were pretty good. And I missed out on that, which I kind of regret. What I should have said, this? no, this was the, my, well, our, my, our last year. So 12, 2012. Yeah. yeah 2012. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. <laughs> that was a, but the year before was a really good group though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah. that group was really good. And I, I knew I wasn't going to make that group because I sucked. I mean, I still suck, but yeah, um, we're past that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm over it. No hard yeah. feelings. So, yeah, it, it, it kind of sucked not being able to do heralds, but I ended up being, you know, obviously the section leader for the trumpets and they absolutely loved me. So that was cool. Yeah, that was a good year too. 2012, we played a lot of good music that year. Um, yeah. But the Fantasma? Uh, we, we yeah. did do Fantasmic that year. Fantasmic, yeah. Okay. Crazy thing is, my first year doing Tournament Band, we played Fantasmic, and my last year we played Fantasmic. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, uh, marching, um, the, we played Fantasmic. I played it when I was in the drum line in, uh, for the 9 Parade, and then yeah. uh, we played it again for the 12 Parade. Yeah. Oh, so that means you and I are, out of us here, we, uh, we're the only two that didn't play Roses in the parade. Yeah, very true. Very true. We played That's Entertainment for That's years. That's Entertainment. broke tradition. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Luck was pushing for it, and Allison was like, "No, no, no!" And she hated, she hated that tune so much. She hated that tune. Well, you know what I remember about that is the next year. So I'm in the college band the next year, and um, and, and we go over to Wrigley Mansion for the for the royal court announcement or whatever. Yeah. And Kyle's like, "All right," and we're there, and I'm on the gig, and Kyle goes, "All right, roses, let's play it." And- <laughs> like half of us are like uh what are you talking about yeah yeah yeah, exactly and he just hadn't it just hadn't registered to him that we would have known it um and so yeah we fudged that as hard as humanly possible Mm, yeah (laughs) you went through with it huh 
Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he didn't stop and realize that oh, okay. he had called something we didn't know. Well, Roses, yeah, one, a two, and we're... A quarter of the band knew it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's enough. Um, were you a drum major for that one year when we were playing for the Rose Court, and there was a hawk in the tree just to the left of us eating a squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I, I might've been, uh, because when I was drum major, um, Kyle left me with the band, uh, cause he only mm. took half the band. So he would leave me at the call. Oh, that's probably what it was then. Yeah. So we're sitting down, you know, the arcs, whatever we're sitting down playing. And then in between when they're talking, we just hear this crunch noise and we're like, what the hell? So we look over to the left and we look up, this hawk is tearing apart this squirrel. <laughs> like gruesome like literally just ripping out guts and this and that and we're everybody's just amazed so we're just you know gazing off into, oh, into the, you know in, all, all that, yeah. damn nature you're scared <laughs> you know it was <laughs> you know we see the squirrel we're like what's going on like this this hawk is really you know feasting kyle got so pissed off at us he was like he was like he had to call us to attention on you know live tv so you, I think you heard Kyle on on you know KCAL, KTLA I think it was KTLA five. Um, you hear Kyle Bad-tid, huh? and we're like oh, snap. He's like we're ready to play like five minutes ago and we're like what the hawk. <laughs> <laughs> and if I remember correctly, that gig you sit down for that gig. So yeah. yes, you got called to attention sitting down. Oh, it was, it was it, he had to get our attention somehow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're just like, wait, what? We looked because we looked over to him. Yeah, it was crazy. He was banking <laughs> on your confusion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it was that that hawk was feasting pretty well. So, so Louis, what would so I mean, kind of wrapping this up, what would you say over your time as you know being a part of the group? What would you say your most memorable moment was? Thinking back on it and thinking, man, I really really liked that. Just random, random like laugh attacks where we just bullshit, dude. It, it, that 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 was the top of the pedestal. Like seriously, it was it was it was great being around people where you could be yourself and didn't care about about you know how good you played or how bad you played. You know, you just there because you guys were actually were actually a family there for most part. You know, there's some people that are like, but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, like. I, I just think the whole family aspect of, of being close to, to people and still being close, like you guys, you know, you guys, I consider you guys are family to me, you know, because we joked around way, way too much at times, but it made, it made a, it made perfect sense to be friends with you guys. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. 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 Um, what would you, uh, what would you say, speaking to future generations of LMB members, what would you, what is your advice to them? Party on. No. <laughs> 40 on today keeps the crash. band director away. No. Just have fun. Like, honestly, just have fun. Don't don't take it too serious. It's not DCI. You're not getting paid for doing anything. You are 
doing something you love and you should love it to the, to the, to its full extent. Uh, it's poetic, man. This, this, uh, this took a strange twist where it's like yeah. sensitive now. Yeah. <laughs> talking, about, talking about 40 ounces and sensitive. I feel like that, that represents the, we do it the all here. Man community. Well. Was that Tony? I'm saying, I think that represents the marching man community. Well, where it's one second, it's crazy jokes, joking laughter, but then the other second, it's this serious heartfelt. Oh yeah. Laughter. Well, that the last show of West side story, that was, that was meaningful for me because I knew I wasn't coming back. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, I, I, I told myself, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. <laughs> Which, I mean, I did shed a tear, but at the end, I was like, I'm going to see you next Tuesday. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I do remember um, a uh, of that year, a, a, a kind of like a more sensitive moment uh, we had, uh, you and I in particular, and, and Raul, um we it was the last thursday night rehearsal and we had wrapped up and there's always like a, a like a like a party i wouldn't even call it a party I call it more of a mixer yeah in the band room there's like some sort of food or whatever and the three of us raul at the time was the band manager you were the equipment manager i was the drum major so we're the you know the core leadership group and we were the last ones off the field and we took a couple minutes out there just the three of us and um we didn't say anything to each other we just we were just there we were there and we're looking around i remember us like just scanning the whole field like damn this is it yeah right yeah job done right and then and then and then we left we we left without saying a word together uh, or to each other we just thought okay and then that was it and then walked in yeah i thought that was a really really cool moment that's one of those moments in my marching career that i've never forgotten Mm -hmm. i remember that yeah that was good oh man Trying to think of other memories. <laughs> don't cry, don't cry. Well, well, I think we can, you know, we can sit here and talk to you for literal ages. I mean, uh, you, yeah. you know, you're just a pee in the pot when you come in. So um, thank you for doing this. Uh, thank yeah, you for thanks. coming by. Thanks oh, for sure, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it, it was an experience, uh, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, and yeah, listening to you speak just kind of reminds me of like, oh, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so, it's a lot of oh, yeah moments. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh yeah. Cool. Yeah, thank well, uh, you for having me guys. Like seriously, that it, it you know, long time listener like I said, you know. Um first time long all, time all three episodes. It, yeah, first time long time, yeah. But uh yeah, I, I thank you guys for having me here and I hope to be back soon again. I have plenty yeah, more yeah. stories. Yeah. yeah, man, absolutely. All right. Well, I think we'll sign off for this episode. Uh yeah. John, what do you say? It sounds good. Once again, um, we have a Instagram. It's Ready Halt Pod. I think right now we have 15 followers. Wow, it's more than we expected. And if you have any questions, you can always um, DM us there, or if you want to um, hit us up via email, it's um, Ready Halt Podcast at gmail.com. Other than that, yeah, it's been nice talking to you guys. Let's do it again soon. Yes, sir. Yeah, ready Halt. Ready Halt.